When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Young people should be banned from driving at night time in order to reduce road deaths. That's according to a suggestion from the former Transport Minister Shane Ross. And the reason Shane Ross was commenting was that in the UK, the government there are considering the introduction of what they're calling a graduated licence system for newly qualified drivers and part of that new licence for the UK would include a nighttime curfew for younger drivers. Kerry Independent All Deputy Michael Healyway disagrees and he joins me. Good morning to you Michael. Good morning and thank you very much for having me on your show. Well you're very welcome. Now the former Transport Minister Shane Ross said it is absolutely statistically undeniable that younger people are involved in more car crashes. Could a nighttime curfew stop some of those crashes? No. The first thing I always say this when we're doing an interview like this is that I want to acknowledge the heartache and the torture that families have, have gone through when they've lost a loved relative, uh, either completely or had them injured in a road traffic accident. So it's always right to acknowledge that and that our sympathies are with those families. But having said that, you can't legislate for every accident. You can't put in place measures that will stop every accident. Remember, it's not many, many years ago when cars were being produced. They were produced with no safety belt. There was no such thing as a crumple zone. Uh, Cars were literally... If you had a bang, eh, there was nothing to protect you whatsoever, right? So our methods of transport have become safer in that there's all types of uh, brake devices, there's crumple zones, there's good safety devices, there's air cushions, there's all these different things. Our roads, uh, the surfaces are becoming better. Uh, We have crash barriers in place in dangerous areas. But in spite of all that, People are still dying on our roads, and you have to ask yourself, why? And the answer is the law of statistics. In other words, when you have a lot of people on the road, when you have a lot of people moving, going to and from work, people leaving busy lives, they are going to, unfortunately, and very sadly, have accidents. Now, picking on young people and targeting them now and saying that, oh, well, you know, we lock these people up at night and we won't allow them out. For God's sake, who are we to go saying to young people? And who am I as as a legislator, a person that's elected to represent young people, as well as old people and middle-aged people? Who am I to come along and say to a young person, well, I don't trust you to drive your car safely. I don't trust you, so I'm going to vote through legislation in the Dáil to ban you from driving your vehicle that you've worked damn hard to have 
you work then hard to pay your insurance. And how dare I or any other legislator come along and say to that nice, young, respectable boy or girl, I'm not going to give you the same chance in life that I got. I was allowed to drive a car and I was allowed to go on the road when I was the, the age. And how dare I come along now at this stage and say, well, it's my belief. Or how dare Shane Ross come along and suggest that this is right? I think that's an outrage. I think it's an infringement on young people's um, uh, basic right. What are we going to say to their parents? Oh, well, if Johnny gets a job down in, in, in a local hotel or in a factory at night, or if he needs to go to work in the evening, well, he might be able to drive there, all right. But when it comes to going home, you lift your head out and pick him up. Like mm. that's an outrage. And people living in rural areas, it's an attack on rural areas. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. I mean, if you've got a young person living in a city or a large urban area where there's public transport, they may be able to get to and from work if they needed to go, or to and from anywhere. But you can't say the same about people living in a rural area. Shane can say that, no bother in the world. But tell that to a young boy or girl in, in Balanskelegs or in Goleen or, or, or in Doris are, 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 are in uh, Dramukti. Say that to uh, young people around in our type of areas. Oh, yes, get mom or dad or, or rent your uncle to drive you to on from work because you run a night shift. These young people, like I say, give them the same chance and the same rights that you and I and everybody else have. And don't mind this trying to wrap people up in cotton wool. Of course, I'd give my back teeth if I thought that I could save one person's hair on their head and stop them of having an accident. But I'm not able to. And the reason I'm not able to is because the law of averages will dictate that, sadly, people will have accidents. I do an enormous amount of driving, and it's only by the grace of God. And by uh, and, and I've had plenty of different things happen to me on the road. But, like, that's the law of averages. If you're not driving much, perhaps not much will happen to you. But if you're on the road a lot, and if the roads are being used, there will be accidents. People will make mistakes. And, and I've made plenty of them in my time, and so will everybody else. But you can't legislate for error. You can't legislate for mishaps that happen. Uh, a person could skid. Uh, and, of course, we want people to slow down and be responsible. But I'll tell you one thing. The majority of the young people that I know, they are responsible because they adore their driver's license. They adore their motor car. They're after working hard for it and maybe got assistance from their parents if they could afford it. And they, they cherish their little license when they get it and they want to go on the road. We have boys and girls who want to improve and get more categories on their licenses. They want to get truck and lorry licenses. And they bless your good God down on every one of them. And the message that I'd have for young people today, you can rely on people like me, and I know for certain in, in the, a lot of the areas that you're talking about, and I, I'm, I'm not a spokesman for a person like Michael Collins, but I know in my heart and soul, that Michael Collins would have the same attitude about an issue like this, that he, that he and plenty others like me from rural areas would be saying, we'll support young people and we won't penalise them because how dare we? How dare any politician here in Ireland come out with a suggestion of a curfew? You'd swear to God that these young people were after doing something out of the way. Give them the same chance and the same opportunity in life that every one of the rest of us got and but, let them be finding their own feet and please God they'll be safe. But, and by the way, do you feel learner drivers already have enough restrictions on them? These are but the learner drivers. They do. Yeah. Of course, don't they have to do every type of test and theory test and and it's like it's like when Shane Ross wanted to bring in graduated penalty points where he wanted to ensure 
that if a person made any couple of mistakes at all on one single journey, you could literally put off, be put off the road by the end of that journey. I don't agree with that type of rubbish either, because it, there was one time penalty points were supposed to be a measure of saving lives. I don't believe that anymore. Penalty points, and for instance, our speed vans where they're being located now, it's like catching uh, a fish in a little bowl. Uh, what they're doing now, it's about revenue, and it's about statistics, and saying, oh, well, we caught so many people. It's not about necessarily about saving lives. Before, when a speed van had to be put somewhere, there had to be signs up there. You couldn't have speed vans on the motorway. That's all changed now. And why? It's not about saving lives. It's about collecting revenue and penalising people who are going to work. Yeah, and, and I know when you see, there's, there's, you'd often see a speed van and it's parked at the top of a climbing lane and that always frustrates me because you're thinking somebody has to speed up on a climbing lane because they're trying to overtake somebody and you're to the top of the hill and there's a speed van and wow, uh, so many people are, are getting caught that way. So I think a lot of people will agree with you on that. But just by the way, looking at the, because I know Shane Ross, the reason he brought it up was because of what's happening over in the UK. And by the way, there are only proposals in the UK. But One of the proposals in the UK is to ban young drivers carrying passengers under a certain age. Obviously, what they're trying to do is stop a carload of, say, young fellas or young girls. Would you you be against that? More rubbish, more Gestapo type stuff. Where are we in Red Russia? What do they want to do? Stop a young boy from making friends with a young girl or a partner? that they might want to go out courting at night. What are we going to do with young people? Tell them, oh, well, you're not allowed to meet up with each other because Shane Ross or other people over in England think it's a good idea for you not to meet up. More rubbish. What are we going to do? Tell the people they can't go courting? For God's (laughs) sake. I mean, people have to get real in life. And I don't give a tuppenny, halfpenny damn if politicians over in, in, in England, if they think this is a good suggestion and if people like Shane Ross want to come along and agree with it, my answer is, well, you're the same geniuses that thought it was a good idea to vote yourselves out of the EU and create such a monumental mess that it'll take generations and generations to try and come to grips with the problems that they created. These were the politicians that, that uh, led us into those type of situations. And I'm not going to be led by the hand by any politician over in England, be they senior or junior politicians, nor am I going to be led by the hand by people who are retired politicians here in Ireland who I have nothing but respect for in other regards. I'm not coming on having a, a rave about Shane Ross because while but I... You, but you just think he's, wrong, you think he's wrong on this. You just think I he's think wrong he's on this. Wrong on okay. this. But having said and that, everybody knows that I was always very, very uh, cordial and friendly with Shane because absolutely. We, we, had, we had offices near, and I'm sure that in his own heart and soul, he means well. But, yeah, but what I'm saying is sometimes well intentioned can have the opposite All right. effect. Okay. And just, I just don't agree and, with what we and, and just very finally, because we had a lot of people commenting on this uh, this morning, everything that's going on with the release of the text messages, and in particular, Simon Coveney saying he he regularly deletes text messages and clears everything off his phone. Do you do that? Do you, de- do you delete things from your, your phone on a regular I, basis? I have to be honest, I do. And and one thing that I... I um, I, I like having the fun and the regarding as good as anybody, right? But sometimes if if um, if things were sent to your phone, that, that let me be polite about this, that I might consider rude or something like that, I obviously would delete that sort of thing from my phone. Uh, now, number one, you might have, we're all human beings, you might have a laugh at something, it could be a joke or it could be something, uh, but at the same time, you wouldn't like it to be there on your phone. And, and of course, I would delete things. And what I would do on a regular basis is 
If I thought a thing was finished with or dispensed with, I would delete it. So would I be down on top of Simon Coveney because of deleting stuff off a phone? I wouldn't. But having said that, if you thought something was important, and you must remember, when you're talking about ministers and senior people in government, they have to think differently, perhaps, to the rest of us. Because they are really accountable for departments, they're accountable for monumental decisions, and of course, what happened in that whole debacle, it was handled badly, it was handled poorly, and I'll put it to you this way, and I'll leave you with this word. If it was a Healy Ray that was appointed to that position, or if it was a, a Michael Collins that was appointed to that position because they had supported a government or done something like that, there'd be people in the media circles, they'd be vo- going around like vultures saying, oh my God, this is criminal, this is outrageous. The minister's head will have to roll. The Healy Ray's head will have to roll. And there'd be absolute war about it. What are the media saying about this? It's all over with it, not in a week, or it's fine out. It's fine out because it was Leo, wonderful Leo, the man that gives them all the information they want, whatever they want, and courts gives them information from meetings that he's inside, and the people outside the meeting know more about what's happening at the meeting if Leo's there than the people inside of the meeting. That is a well-known fact. Well, it's getting a lot of coverage in the media. You can't say the media are ignoring it. It's, I mean, no, it's, it, no, it, it isn't look, going away for yes, sure. And I, yes. and I think there's a lot in government would like to see it just go away. They very well might. But look, they made a mess of it. From the very beginning to the very end, they made a mess of it. Okay. And and, and look, it's, it's their mess. They can be cleaned. And yeah, and, yeah, and it, it isn't going away. Listen, Michael, we leave it there. Thank you for that. And thanks for joining us on the programme as always. Good, good morning to you. Bye-bye. That is Kerry, independent uh, doll deputy, Michael Heaneyway. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.